Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. What's up, everybody? Good. Is it Thursday already? Good Thursday morning. Glad that you guys are with me, as you always are. I cannot believe it's Thursday already, but this week is absolutely flying by. In part, I guess, because I had the first day of the week off. But, man, uh, we've got a lot of content here. The the summer has been good to me, as far as this goes, with uh, Mississippi State still being in Omaha. This is very easy to do right now. I I, I don't know, guys. If, If they weren't here... If they weren't involved right now in the College World Series, I don't know if I'd be talking much baseball right now. I think my focus would be turned towards the college football season. The preview magazines are coming out and all that good stuff. That's where I'd be, but hey, I don't have to do that just yet because obviously Mississippi State is in the College World Series. And the question today is, are they the favorite? Should they be the favorite? And I've got a reason why I'm asking that question today. First, I want to remind you, though, If you are a first-time viewer of this, if you're watching this for the first time, I would like to thank you for being a part this morning and uh, continue to be. I go live every morning at about 8 o'clock. I'm a little late this morning. I'm aware of that, like five minutes or so late. You know, things happen around the house. And uh, Anyway, so about 8 o'clock every morning on Periscope, which is how most of you watch, YouTube, the channel is growing though, so search Michael Borky on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. I have been asked, how much does it cost? Literally nothing. If you have a YouTube account, you can subscribe to every channel for free. It just auto-populates their videos into your channel, basically. Um, so subscribe to my YouTube channel uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a rating and a review after you subscribe to the uh, the podcast channel, if you don't mind. That would be a great help to me. But today... We're talking baseball because I want to show you something. I want to show you something that I saw this morning in terms of Mississippi State and the College World Series. So let me share this for you. And of course, if you're listening in podcast form, I will will show you exactly what I'm talking about. Or I tell you exactly what I'm talking about. Here it is. Odds to win the College World Series. This is Alan Bell um, sharing this with you. Um... Mississippi State, as it currently sits, if you can't see this, as it currently sits, Mississippi State is the leader in the clubhouse right now. I know that means nothing, but the odds to win the College World Series, Mississippi State right now has the best odds in the field. You can get them at plus 150 somewhere right now if you want to put some money on it. Uh, Maybe your uh, wife's boyfriend can sell his prosthetic leg to put it all on the Bulldogs. NC State is second in odds at plus 250. Vanderbilt's third at plus 275. Texas at plus 650. And Virginia, a long shot at plus 1,500. So Mississippi State, NC State, and Vanderbilt are all kind of in a group of their own. Mississippi State obviously is the favorite, uh, but those are pretty close. So wherever Allen got these lines, they are uh, 
they're expecting one of those three really to, to be the winner. But anyway, Mississippi State is the favorite in the College World Series right now. My question to you, I've got two questions for you, and I want to hear from you. My two questions are, should they be? Do you think Mississippi State should be the favorite in the College World Series to win the entire thing? That's what these odds are, not to make the championship series. No, this is to win the entire thing. Do you think they should be? And number two, who are you, I don't like this word, but who are you afraid of the most? On the other side of the bracket, who do you least want to play in the championship series if you're a Mississippi State fan? So those are the two questions I've got for you. And I'm going to talk Major League Baseball here in a little bit as well. The whole checking for spider tax stuff. Uh, I'll play you the video. I know a lot of you have seen it already, but still. Uh, I wanted to get to that yesterday and just completely ran out of time. And uh, at the end, I promise I'll save it to the end because I know a lot of you don't care, but the NBA playoff ratings are good, and they do not feature LeBron James, the Golden State Warriors, New, both the New York teams are out, the, the Knicks lost early, and I think it's a sign that college football even should pay attention to. So I'll get to that at the end, but right now talking baseball, of course. Should Mississippi State be the favorite and who are you most afraid of? Who do you want to see the least in the championship series? So drop a comment. I can show them just like this one right here. R- regardless of your platform, I can show them like JP gets us started. He says, top of the morning to you, Bork, over 70 subscribers on YouTube now. Yeah, I crossed uh, another milestone. Um, when you're doing only live streams on YouTube, I have found that uh, based on what I've read and, and whatnot, that it's a little difficult, more difficult to build a, a subscriber base. But the fact that I'm up over 70, uh, I'm pretty proud of, actually. I think by football season, if I can get to a couple hundred, a few hundred, uh, that would be big time. And if by the end of college football season, I get to that thousand mark, which I know that's a stretch, right? That's that's a long shot. Uh, but if I can get to it and, and monetize the channel, uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, for me, as you can imagine, but baby steps. All right. We, we hit a milestone. I'm not going to bite off more than I can chew. I'm just happy that seven, over 70 of you guys uh, have subscribed on YouTube. So thank you uh, for doing that. Patrick says, if state wins, how bad will that look on Mike Bianco? Uh, that's a, that's a question I've been pondering for a few days now is what does this truly mean for, uh, for Mike Bianco and, and Ole Miss fans? Because even though if you guys listen to me every day, you know that I cannot stand Egg Bowl comparisons. We had the debate on the radio show a few weeks ago. What season would you rather have? Eight and four, but lose the Egg Bowl or six and six, but win the Egg Bowl? And I think that that should be the easiest answer. Give me the better season. Give me the better season. One game should not determine whether or not you deem the season as a whole a success. I would rather have more wins and go to the better bowl game as opposed to winning the Egg Bowl. I don't like the comparisons. They're different programs in different places. Um, I don't like those comparisons. But in baseball, you can't avoid it, especially because while Mississippi State has a, a, a higher history of success, anytime an Ole Miss fan has an excuse, well, you know, there's a scholarship limitation or the history isn't good. Well, we'll point at Mississippi State and say, why are they able to do it then? Why can they do it and you not? Those comparisons, I think, are far more fair in baseball than any other sport. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I think it 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 will further frustrate the people that are already frustrated. Uh, Patrick, there are Ole Miss fans. I, I don't know if you've noticed this. There are some Ole Miss fans. They're all kind of divided on this thing. There are some that are just relieved, relieved beyond measure that LSU did not offer Mike Bianco the job. There are some Ole Miss fans that are just relieved. They don't care that he interviewed publicly for it. They don't care about the optics, nothing. They're just glad that he's still their coach. There is a faction of people that are like that. There's another faction that I've noticed that, you know, understand that LSU is a better job, don't like that he interviewed publicly, um, but really they want more postseason success and they don't really care about optics. They just want to win. And there's another faction of Ole Miss fans that think he should be fired right now. And I don't really pay attention to that. I think that's, that's a little extreme, but there are some people like in one of my group messages that supported Mike Bianco were willing to make excuses for him, even um, dismiss some of the lack of postseason success that now, because of how this all went down are like, Omaha or bust next year. You, you got to because they're doing it at Mississippi State. Ole Miss isn't doing it. Now you're publicly interviewing for the LSU job, not getting it. And that has turned some people off. Pair that with if Mississippi State wins the College World Series, that pressure has turned up to 100. I think that pressure was there regardless. I think this coming season, regardless of what Mississippi State does, is maybe not Omaha or bust, but um, don't let the extension fool you. If, let's say, they get bounced in a regional next year, I think they're replacing a coach one way or the other. But that's just me. But, Patrick, I, I, I think you're you're on to something. It's turning up the pressure, for sure, without a doubt. Even though I think you shouldn't do Egg Bowl comparisons, if your rival wins something and you don't, you look in the mirror. At least you should. JP says the hundred dollars I laid on NC State will make me four hundred. Odds I got a week ago down here near the muddy waters of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Wow, good for you, man. Uh, they're playing incredible right now, aren't they? It's um, I am extremely impressed. I've said it on the radio some. They're that relief pitcher whose name always escapes me. Um, but throwing ninety seven. Sidearm from the left side is, I mean, that that kid's electric. And he is so stoic. He's like a statue up there. Huge moment, big strikeout, doesn't matter. The kid's electric. Parker says, uh, I'd rather play Vandy personally. NC State is just really hot. Vandy will have burned more pitchers as well. Uh, if, if Vanderbilt didn't have to go through the loser's bracket, then my answer would be NC State over Vanderbilt. But since they are probably, I mean, they may have to throw, you know, rocker or lighter this weekend and then play a championship series shortly thereafter, changes things. So I'm with you. I think Vanderbilt having to play extra games will distort their rotation some. And, I mean, can we be honest here? They got really lucky yesterday. They got really lucky. And it's a shame because they don't deserve it. <laughs> I mean, only because of the whistler. They don't deserve luck. They don't deserve good things. Scholarship advantages, although it's not their fault that they get to take advantage of that. You know, they're just playing the game that they're allowed to play. But the whistler, his presence alone makes me think that Vanderbilt doesn't deserve anything. But they got lucky yesterday. They got really lucky. 
But them having to advance through the loser's side of things and waste some arms and possibly even their two best, they're not playing all that great offensively either right now. Um, It's a good way to look at it. I like that answer. So if you're just joining us, because I know I see a lot of you have uh, the two questions. Should Mississippi State be the favorite? My answer is yes right now. I I think Mississippi State right now is playing the best and they're in the driver's seat, of course, in their side of the bracket. Uh, if I had $100 to spare, which I certainly don't, I would put that money on Mississippi State to win. I think they should be the favorite. I think they are the favorite. They're, they're cocky as hell in the best way possible. I mean that as a compliment. The, the, the confidence is through the roof. They're playing really well right now, and that would be who I would put money on is, uh, is Mississippi State, personally. JP, thanks, man. He said you should be proud. Dream big. I am. I, that's my goal. By the end of football season, my goal is 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. I don't think I'm getting there, but that would be a huge milestone. Brent says, as much as I love my dogs, I would have NC State as the odds uh, overall odds favorite. They knocked off who I think was the best team in the nation in Arkansas and beat a damn good Vanderbilt team already. They are extremely hot, without a doubt. Um, and sometimes that's all it takes in baseball. It, it's incredible. Um, but I mean, when you just look at how they got here, regular season first, like on its own, that's not an Omaha team. If you look at them on paper, it's not, that's not an Omaha team, but here they are playing their best baseball at the right time. It's an incredible story, but that relief pitcher, man, I, I, I love that guy. He's so different than what you're seeing in modern baseball now. Where And there's nothing wrong with it. You guys know that I love energy and, and all that stuff. And if you strike a guy out, fist pump, man. Get get nuts with it. Go for it. He's the exact opposite, though. I respect that as well. Big moment, big strikeout, head down, walk to the dugout. I like that, too. He's impressive. Um, I think if I had the $100, I would put it on Mississippi State. And if they weren't coming out of the loser's bracket – I would say Vanderbilt would be the team I was, quote, most afraid of, air quotes, uh, just because of Rocker and Lighter. Uh, I mean, there, there's no better one-two punch in America. And naturally, they're pitching their best when it matters the most. I mean, Lighter in a loss was just absolutely unbelievable. Um, and Kumar Rocker's Kumar Rocker. If they were not coming out of the loser's bracket, my pick would be Vanderbilt. But since that might distort things, uh, NC State – uh, it's the pick to me. Either one is going to be tough. I mean, my gosh, guys, we're talking about a championship series, but I don't think it's too early to be talking about this. I had somebody uh, yesterday, was it yesterday or, or or two days ago, say that I've seen Mississippi State choke a situation like this away. And... I understand what what you're saying. Like, you know, Mississippi State has been in this position before and they have not made the championship series. But at this point, if they lose, it's not choking. I I can't subscribe to that really at all. Because, quite frankly, whoever Mississippi State will play tomorrow night is a really good baseball team. It's not choking when you get to this point. It's just losing. So I... I know it's semantics and splitting hairs and, and all that, but when when somebody said, I've seen State choke away something like this before, um, it wouldn't be choking. However, 
I don't think it's too early to talk about a championship series right now. Because here's the thing. I, I, I've seen this from fans sometimes, too, is, oh, well, we need to focus on the game on Friday. No, we don't. <laughs> We're not playing. I, I don't have to focus on anything. I can start talking about game three of the championship series if I want. Because, number one, I, I don't play. And neither do any of us. And none of the players are watching this or listening to this. I promise you. Uh, we had somebody texting the show yesterday and said, we need to keep our focus on the game on Friday. Guys, trust me. The players are going to be focused and ready to go on Friday. They are not going to be overlooking the game that could send them to the championship series, I promise. And I also promise that they're not listening to me or anybody else and letting that seep into their mind. Like, it's cool. We can talk about this. It won't affect anything, I swear. Um, That kind of stuff cracks me up. JP says, 1,000% the favorite. Can't find a team left with the moxie and swagger of the dogs, although NC State is making it difficult for me. As you said, the hot team can win it all. I mean, you want to talk about electricity in the series? I mean, any of them will be, right? I mean, Texas and Vanderbilt will be great. NC State and Virginia would be great. But NC State and Mississippi State, I think that would produce energy. Is that the word to describe it? I don't know. It just feels like both of those teams play faster than everybody else, if that makes any sense at all. I'm rooting for that uh, for a lot of reasons, obviously. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for that to be the case. Um, I had somebody say to me on Twitter, this is a, an interesting um, way to look at it. This is from uh, a guy that has... Tweeted mean things at me before, but that's okay because this is constructive today. His name is Slim. He said, Michael Borky has consistently insisted that it's not talent that separates Mississippi State from Ole Miss, but intangibles. I wonder, though, if Ole Miss could have run out eight pitchers in a College World Series game in one. Perhaps he underestimates the talent in one case and overestimates it in another. My reply was perhaps, because that's fair. It's absolutely fair. But I would attribute that to better preparedness for that moment. Mississippi State utilized their pitching staff during the season in a way that far more adequately prepared them for pressure situations in the postseason. Maybe it's semantics, but it's only a a compliment. He said, I'm not in a position really to determine who has the better talent, but I'm a little cynical about intangibles. Teams seem to have them when they win, but somehow they mysteriously disappear when they don't win. And my reply is simply, It might be that winning teams just have them and losing teams do not. And he said, to clarify my view, intangibles certainly play some role. How big of a role is subject to debate and I think easy to overestimate. Give me the players and a lot of those intangibles will arrive organically. See, I I just simply disagree with that aspect. Um, And then he finished with, um, win on Monday and you are – You're filled with all sorts of admirable qualities, lose on Tuesday, and it's a failure of character, grit, resolve at all. See, I disagree with that, too. Uh, if Mississippi State loses, it doesn't mean the intangibles disappeared. It just means they ran into other really good baseball teams that also have them. But as JP said, and I, I this is just how I feel about Mississippi State right now, and I think it's hard to deny, I mean, as far as raw talent goes, Vanderbilt's more talented than Mississippi State and deeper. But I think Mississippi State's a better baseball team right now because there's just something about the way they play. It's 
and I talked about it a lot yesterday, so forgive me if I'm being repetitive, but that that's mostly why I'm I'm picking Mississippi State to to win this entire thing. Or NC State. I think those are the two teams that are playing with that kind of an edge that you, you can just see. When you watch them play, you see it. And it doesn't exactly work this way in football because that's more of a sport of brute force as opposed to finesse like baseball. Um, you, you see it in basketball some as well. There are just... I don't think in this tournament, in these eight teams, some of which have been eliminated already, Mississippi State is the most talented. I, I just, I don't buy that. I don't think that's accurate. They play differently. They were prepared by their coaching staff differently. And they have an edge. NC State right now is playing with an edge. Mississippi State is playing with an edge. I would be surprised if it's not those two teams in the championship series with the way they're playing right now. I think that not only is that fair, I think it's accurate. I'm not sure if there's, you know, I should be more open-minded to to disagreements with me, but why would I be in talk radio if I didn't think I was right all the time? (laughs) I think I'm right on this. Mississippi State's not the most talented team left. That's Vanderbilt. I think it's easy. It's Vanderbilt. But if they played each other right now in a series, I'm not picking against Mississippi State right now. And if they lose, it doesn't mean those qualities went away. It just means they lost in a sport that's left up for chance most of the time. Will says, without a doubt, based on the full season and how things have played out in Omaha, State should win. Hot teams can cool off. Winning teams win. Very well said. Very well said. Francis, question for you, Borky. If State ends up playing Texas on Friday, do you pitch Bednar again and go for an encore performance or go with Hootie, who should be more than fresh and should be able to give you five and six and line it up for relief? So yesterday I, I just threw out there that, hey, I wonder if Chris Lamonis is considering throwing Bednar. Um, a lot of you guys talked me off the, uh, off the ledge on that. I, I think the rest of you were right and I was wrong. You don't throw Bednar on Friday. I do think uh, that you try to save him for the champ- the first game of the championship series because if he throws on Friday and you win, he's not available for the first game of the championship series. So, yes, you, you save Bedner and only use him if you have to, which would be on Saturday. That that That's the right approach. That's the one that I think Chris Limonis is going to take in this deal, and that's the right one. Um because you're not just there to win this game. I know you have to win one of these next two games to get to the championship series, but you're here to win a championship, right? And the best way to set yourself up to win a championship is to not throw Bedner tomorrow. So when I brought that up yesterday, a lot of you guys disagreed, and, and you changed my mind. You were right. You're absolutely right. Um, you don't pitch Bedner tomorrow. Uh, you, you try to have him healthy and ready for game one, especially if it's Vanderbilt because they not they might not be able to go with their regular rotation depending on how this all shakes out. So your best chance at winning a championship, which is what you're there for, is to not throw Bender tomorrow. So you guys talked me, uh, not off the ledge, that was a bad, bad phrase, and I shouldn't use those kind of terms. Uh, you talked me down from that uh, for sure. Chippy says, sure, State has choked it away before if that's what reaching Omaha is, question mark. Ole Miss, hell, USM even wishes they had 12 College World Series choke jobs on their resume. No doubt. Chad says, we want Bama. 
Norman, that's an interesting question. Do you agree that Vanderbilt has a complex situation in the losers bracket with Locker or with Rocker and Lighter in draft status? Um, that's a really interesting question. I don't think so. I don't think so. But if you want to get another Rocker and Lighter, these these guys can't get hurt, you know. Uh, but it, it's. I don't think anybody would blame Corbin for pitching his best guys in Omaha trying to win a championship. But that is an interesting question for sure. JP says, perhaps. Need to get that guy in here. That's the type of chatter I'd like to have over a beer. Bork, drop him a link to the stream. We'll be cooking with grease then. (laughs) Um, He was respectful this time, though. Usually he tweets mean stuff at me. Uh, But he just disagrees, and that's fine. I, I just... And some people take it as a slight. I'm not saying that Mississippi State has bad players. They have great, I mean, my gosh, they're the SEC player of the year. They have one of the best closers, if not the best closer in America. Like, it's a really, really good baseball team. But if you're telling me that their talent separates them from the rest of the field, and that's why they're the favorite to win the College World Series, if you're selling that to me, I'm not buying it. I don't think that's accurate. I think they have great players that also have something going on upstairs that allows them to be in this position and has them as the favorite. Kyle's asking how lucky Vanderbilt was. I, I I can't stand it, man. I mean, and it's only because of the whistler. See, I don't blame Tim Corbin. I don't blame Vanderbilt for the scholarship advantage. They're only taking advantage of a situation that they're allowed to take advantage of. It's the NCAA that's the problem here. It's not Vanderbilt. They're only doing what they're allowed to do. They're allowed to do this. The rules are set up so they can do this. So it's not their fault that they get the advantage. It's the NCAAs because they treat college baseball differently. It's it's a side thing. This wouldn't happen in football or men's basketball. Wouldn't happen. But it happens in baseball. If Alabama could give 20 more scholarships than the rest of the SEC, that would change right away. But we just let it happen in baseball. It's not their fault that they get the advantage. It's BS. It's crap. It's unfair. You want to talk about an unlevel playing field in football? Look at this. I mean, this is just, it's, it's unfair. But it's not their fault. I hate Vanderbilt because of one person. That damn whistler. And the fact that what I don't understand is why the venues haven't put that to a stop. Because he was in Hoover, and, you know, I hear him through the TV, I hear him through the radio, and it's, you you hear it, and it's annoying. It's really, really annoying watching on television. In person, though, you, you can't ignore it. Like, my, my kid's toys, right? I have a 20-month-old son. He's getting older. Gosh, he's 20 months old. Um He's got a bunch of toys that have all these really annoying songs and stuff, and he loves making them play. But that's just like white noise to me now. I don't even notice it. Uh, Back during football season, I had some friends over to watch the Saints, and one of them has a kid that's older than James, but still a young young boy, and the other two don't have kids. And James is over in his corner with all of his toys, pushing buttons and music's playing and toys are going and all that. 
my friend Colby and I were just watching the game, you know, no big deal, whatever. It's white noise. The other two are just staring at the toys the entire time because they're not used to it. <laughs> they were just staring at them like, when does this end? It's so annoying. You can't achieve that with with Vanderbilt. It, it's It ruins the in-game experience and the venues can put it to a stop. They can. He's just, he is disturbing the game day environment for others. Tell him to stop, and if he doesn't, kick him out. And if he wants to sue you, good luck. Good luck. You cannot act however you want at a game and disturb others around you. You can't do that. So just go up to him and say, stop. And if you don't, you're gone. And if you want to file a lawsuit, we've got better lawyers than you. It'll take years to resolve. You'll waste a lot of money, and you're going to lose. So either stop your whistling because it's miserable. It takes away from the broadcast and the in-game experience. Either stop it, or we'll kick you out. Nobody will miss him. I don't understand why they don't do that. I mean, are we really that afraid of litigation from the guy that has Vandy Whistler custom printed on his van? I mean, come on. Come on. Cal says, I swear Vanderbilt reliever, they clone their relievers. They're all 6'5 and throw mid to high 90s. I mean, it's unbelievable, right? They'll be deep in a ball game and deep in their bullpen. It's Here's this guy. He's a sophomore that throws 97 from the left side with a slider and a curveball. I mean, it's a joke. It is a joke. JP says, why are you in talk radio? Don't think that's it. It's more like you got the face for radio. <laughs> uh, and then he says, hell no, you saved Bender. Kyle says, in 2013, State threw uh, Kendall Graveman in game one. In the third game, one both made the finals. Graveman didn't pitch in the finals. We lost to UCLA. That could be what happens to Vanderbilt. He also says Vanderbilt absolutely will pitch Rocker and Lighter Friday and Saturday and in the finals Tuesday uh, and Thursday. Don't they play them in a row? I thought they played them in a row. Let me uh, let me double check. Yeah, it's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So Vanderbilt could be playing Saturday night and have to turn around and play Monday. Friday's huge for Mississippi State. To, if they can win on Friday, they have a clear advantage. You know, unless NC State wins as well, in which the advantage is kind of a wash. But it, let's say Vanderbilt is the team that wins. They would have a clear advantage over Vanderbilt. Clear advantage. Um, Leiter threw 120 pitches on Monday. So, He's going to throw 120 pitches on Monday, possibly throw this weekend, and then turn around and have to pitch Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know. And even if they ask him to do that, he hadn't done it all season. So if Vanderbilt is the team that comes out of the other side, and of course Mississippi State wins, which I anticipate they will, the Bulldogs have a clear advantage if it is Vanderbilt. So that's who I'd be rooting for if I were you. That's who I'd be rooting for is Vanderbilt. Would Texas throw their ace uh, again tomorrow on short rest? Probably. I mean, they got to win, right? You have to win. And yep, this happens. The Vandy Whistler purposely slits 
purposefully sits close to the field mics to be heard. Yep. He seeks them out and, and will direct his whistles towards them. Yep. Does that in Hoover. Talent-wise with Mississippi State, I think it's fair to say of the teams left in Omaha, Mississippi State is second behind Vanderbilt. Yeah. And, and they're more, I would say, raw talent more so than Virginia. They have beaten Texas twice, but Texas is at least comparable for sure. Um, the way NC State's playing changes things, but raw talent on paper, you would give the edge to Mississippi State. That's fair. I just don't think it's it's any kind of a gap. They're all, not all, but they're all kind of in the same group. It's it's up here that separates them. I bet scouts cringe thinking Rocker and Light are pitching that much. Oh, you know it. Oh, you, you absolutely know it. So... Uh, yeah, should they be the favorite? So answering my own questions, should they be the favorite? Yes, they should. Who do you want them to play? I think it's Vanderbilt because that would require Vanderbilt to play extra games, giving you an advantage. If it's NC State, it's kind of a wash. They're really, really hot right now. Like Zoolander, so hot right now. Um, I would rather see Vanderbilt because of how it would, what it would take for them to get there would give you an advantage. Wade's asking if I think Corbin is a good coach considering their advantages. I think you can make an argument that they he slightly underachieves. I mean, he's still winning championships. That requires good coaching, of course. But you can make the argument that it's not that impressive. I mean, again, it's, it's like Alabama having 20 extra scholarships. Of course they're going to win. You can make an argument that he underachieves, no doubt, no doubt. Here we go again, Bork. Let's let the whistler make it. You've given us enough takes on him to cover at least one live stream times allotment. More important stuff to discuss than that, clown. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just annoying. I mean, they can just get rid of him. But anyway, LSU fans think they're getting Tim Corbin. Why would he leave Vanderbilt? Because he's an idiot. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I, you know, maybe sometimes you're looking for a change of pace or whatever, but why would you leave Vanderbilt? I know LSU's a great job, one of the best, but even with their scholarship situation, you don't have what you have at Vanderbilt. He should never leave. He should never leave. Will says he'd rather NC State, but with a loss on Friday and a comeback win on Saturday. I really doubt that happens, though. Hey, I, if that does, then yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Speaking of baseball, so I've, I'm kind of running short on time here, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get going here. But I do want to talk about this. I'm sure you guys have seen this already, but I'm just gonna have this playing um, just so you know what I'm talking about. The Max Scherzer umpires checking for sticky stuff situation that happened the other day in baseball. And, of course, it's still going on as well. But um, can you guys see that? Yeah, there it is. Okay. So you guys know this by now, I'm sure. You've seen this everywhere. Major League Baseball decided in the middle of their season to start cracking down and checking on players for using sticky substances, pitchers, for using sticky substances to help them grip the ball better, have higher spin rates, throw better breaking balls. It's been a plague on Major League Baseball. They're using stuff, the the uh, the spider tack, that is so sticky 
when you take the lid off of it for the first time, you cannot take the lid off. It just further separates and separates and separates. Like you can't take the lid off of it because the stuff sticks to the lid and you've got to like cut it off. Basically it's there have been players that are in the on deck circle that have said when they pick up a foul ball, that's hit near them, it sticks to their hand. There was clearly a problem in major league baseball that extends far beyond sunscreen and rosin. And the league has to do something about the lack of action. Regular hits are down. Strikeouts are up. Scoring is down. No hitters are not even exciting anymore. I mean, they've got a problem, and they're they're trying to address it. And they chose to do it in the middle of the season to implement umpire-checking pitchers. That's what they've decided to do. Um, and Max Scherzer really... Uh, made headlines, and the video went viral, as you guys are watching it right now, of him threatening to take his pants off. And it was his third check in the fourth inning. This was the third time he had been checked. It was the fourth inning. The first two were umpire-initiated because they have to do, I think it's, you know, they have two to be able to do. And the opposing manager can also ask for a check. With one out and a runner on first, Max Scherzer was told to be checked by Joe Girardi for the third time in the game. And Scherzer kind of has a meltdown because he's pitching pretty well. They've checked him twice already. He's not cheating, but they they do this again. And then, of course, Joe Girardi comes out of the dugout. They do the whole come at me, bro thing, and he gets tossed from the game. A lot of people are mad at Joe Girardi or, or have been mad at Joe Girardi. And if you heard me say this on the radio yesterday, uh, forgive me for being repetitive, but I think right now the anger is being misdirected because it's not Joe Girardi's fault and it's not the umpire's fault. What do you want them to do? They're being told to do this. It's not, uh, I mean, they're being told, instructed. It's their job to check the pitchers. It, it's part of the job. It's not their fault. It's the people at the league office. And I don't blame Joe Girardi, even though the come at me bro thing um, was pretty pathetic. The first two times, Scherzer really got rattled. And if you have an opportunity to to rattle an opposing pitcher, why would you not take advantage of that opportunity? Why would you not? I would. And he did. And it worked. But Major League Baseball has such a problem right now. Such a major, major problem right now. They're missing hand-up guy. Somebody that will, in, in one of these meetings, they either don't have him or they're not listening to him because anybody with half a brain would have said that not only will this slow the game down, opposing managers will use it to their advantage like what happened. You guys saw the video Scherzer was rattled. The, he, the Phillies manager saw his opposing pitcher get rattled when he was asked to show his glove and his hat and stuff. And now he has a card to play. Well, that bothers him, so I'm going to bother him again. And it caused a meltdown and disrupted the game. Somebody in that room should have put their hand up and said, hey, hold on. We should not let opposing managers be able to stop the game with one out and a runner on first to check a pitcher. That should not be allowed. Don't let it happen. If he wants a check, between innings is when it happens. 
and there needs to be a cap on how many times they're checked or let the umpires handle it only. But most importantly, it should be done not while the game is going on. If you suspect a pitcher of doing this too much or or touching his belt too much or doing this in his glove or whatever, if you think that's going on, let the inning end first. Because after the first two checks of Max Scherzer, the third should not have been done in the middle of the game. But all that took was somebody put their hand up and say, hey, guys, that, that shouldn't happen. But it did. And now Major League Baseball has another issue where Max Scherzer, for not cheating, is being treated worse than the Houston Astros for actually cheating. Think about that. This guy, for not cheating, was bothered more than the team that actually did. Used a closed-circuit camera feed to relay signals to batters, and they won a World Series off of it, and Scherzer got treated worse than them. All it takes for Major League Baseball is just somebody to put a hand up and say, hey, these blackout rules, they don't make any sense. The Cincinnati Reds should not be blacked out in North Mississippi. They can't go to the games. They shouldn't be blacked out anywhere. Games should not be blacked out at all. But especially way out of market. That's all. Hey, just just don't black out games out of market anymore. Because people want to watch your product. And when you make it harder for them, they're not going to watch your product. And you're losing fans. Hey, uh, the Astros cheated. Punish the guys that did it. You know, just... The guys that use the closed-circuit camera feed punish them somehow. Instead, Major League Baseball has stadiums crack down on what is said and done to the Astros. Okay. Hey, don't let opposing managers check pitchers in the middle of a game. If it must be done, do it in between innings. You're trying to make the game faster, not slower. Just, hey, guys, don't do that. Don't do that. That's all it takes. Just common sense. But Major League Baseball has none. Either that or they're not listening to it. One or the other. But it's a shame, really. It's a shame. Because despite all of the stuff, there is still a dedicated fan base that Major League Baseball has that is not going anywhere, even though they should. But this is the product they're getting. It's garbage. This video that I showed you guys and all of you have probably already seen is crap. It's just crap. Third time in four innings of pitchers being checked. You've got a guy pulling his pants down on the mound. What are we doing here? Have the umpire, when the pitcher's walking off the field, meet him at the the baseline. What's so hard about that? Commercials are running when it's happening. Players are getting warmed up for the next inning when it's happening. And if you catch something, you toss him and move on. Or maybe don't implement rules and suspensions and stuff in the middle of a season when you allowed players to do this for so long. That also would be a hand-up thing as well. But anyway, it's a shame, really. It's just a shame. Well, uh, StreamYard is what I use. StreamYard. Um, This is is all, uh, all me. Um, I'm going to design a new bat. I hate this border. I've got, I've got to design another one. Um, 
No, that's all me. The the studio production is um, V Mix is what what we use in the the main studio. Uh, no, this is all me. I I have the I pay for the subscription and I did the background, which I I need to make a better one because this one stinks. Uh, I'm not a graphic designer, and you can clearly tell that. But uh, I'll get a better one here eventually. Um, oh, you guys couldn't hear that audio, could you? I hope not, because that would have been awful if the video of Max Scherzer was just playing over and over again. I hope that wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, uh, so I use StreamYard. Um, it's a cheap subscription. Uh, VMix is far more versatile. That's you know that, and it's a lot more expensive, which is why I I don't pay for it. Uh, but yeah, JP says it's a shit show. The show is dealing with right now. Better figure it out sooner. Major League Baseball will be referred to as a no show by fans. I'd rather watch the ninety five to ninety nine seasons than watch the product they're putting out there now. As expensive as a game is to go to, I feel like I got to hop in a time machine to get my money's worth and see an entertaining game. Um, Wade says I'd love to attend a game with a whistler. I'm capable of whistling the same way. I'd sit directly behind him. Um. Important context, I'm a forward-thinking baseball purist. I enjoy a one nothing pitcher's duel with stellar defense, quick innings, and a few decisive at-bats, but I do enjoy the celebrations. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It is. I am out of time this morning. I There's something I want to talk about, and I know a lot of you don't pay attention to the NBA. Trust me, every time I bring it up, you let me know. Uh, but these playoffs have been spectacular, and the viewership has been great. It's been great without LeBron James. Without Steph Curry, without the Knicks, the Nets just got eliminated. The Bulls haven't been in for a, a while now. Uh, the teams left are, although it's a massive market, they don't treat it like it. Atlanta and Milwaukee, hell of a game last night. And the secondary team that everybody thinks is an off just Nobody cares about the Clippers and the Suns, who just last year, Draymond Green on TNT said, we got to get Devin Booker out of Phoenix because nobody can win there. And now he's going to go to an NBA Finals, I think. Ratings are still really good. Better, even. Much better. I think college football can take note of what is happening here in the league and also the league and its broadcast partners need to take part. I'll talk about some of that tomorrow and, of course, Mississippi State's game with whoever uh, tomorrow night. So that's coming up later. But I do have to go right now. Thank you guys for tuning in and being a part. I appreciate all of you uh, a, a whole lot. I mean, this this is a lot of fun in the morning. So uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help me get to my goal of 1,000 subscribers. I am only 928 away. 928 away. So get in there. Subscribe to YouTube channel. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you on the radio this afternoon. If not, tomorrow morning. Y'all have a good one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.